Hey, Ryan, it is so good to get to share uh, this message with you and with the rest of our chapel family and friends and everybody that might be uh, tuning in to watch. And man, we are living in some crazy times. And I just wanted to ask before we get started, how, how are you and your family doing in all this? Yeah, thanks for asking, Todd. We are doing as best as we can, honestly. We've been having a lot of family time. We've been having a lot of ice cream. We have an ice cream shop right down the road and uh, just some really good quality time with one another. It's so interesting that that dynamic though of trying to work from home and do school with our kids, it's like one day you think you have it figured out, but then the next day it just all falls apart. And so we're just really going with what we've been dealt with. And so how are you and your family doing? We're doing well. Um, we've experienced some of the same stuff that you're talking about. We've definitely had moments of bliss. It's great having our oldest back from college and hearing our girls down the hallway late at night giggle and laugh together. Uh, we have probably had more family dinners around the dinner table together than ever before in our life. And that's been awesome. Uh, but there's been the tougher parts as well. Uh, sometimes everybody at the house, it's hard to find quietness and space to actually get your work done. Mm. And if I'm being honest, probably the other thing, I, we have been tired, like more tired than ever before. And some of that I know is from a couple nights of binge watching Netflix way too late, but it's more than that. Uh, we felt kind of unmotivated in moments. Um, almost lethargic at times. And it's easy during this time to just become unmotivated and even kind of lazy. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we feel the same exact way. There's definitely that laziness that can creep into our lives. But it's so interesting that this laziness can even creep into our spiritual lives as well. Mm -hmm. In this series, we are going through Romans chapter 12, verses 9 through 21, where Paul is laying out what the genuine faith actually looks like when it is lived out each day. And the passage of scripture that we're looking at today is Romans chapter 12, verse 11. And this is what Paul says in, in, this, in this verse. It says, never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Listen, Paul knows that there is this pull toward passivity in our lives. There's this, this temptation to become lazy or stagnant or to just coast when it comes to our faith. And so he is being like a coach and we're like his players where he's encouraging us. He's challenging us to never be lazy, but yet to work hard and serve the Lord. He wants us to resist this temptation of spiritual laziness. And so what we're going to see today in Romans 12, 11 is that God is calling us to move from passively living to passionately serving. Yeah, so what we want to do over these next few moments together is really kind of unpack this key verse for our time together to really discover what it's really saying uh, for us today. Absolutely, and, and it begins with those words, never be lazy, but work hard. You can see right there that Paul is contrasting two different types of spiritual work ethics. He, he says lazy and working hard. Now, it kind of seems childish to, to talk about this because we all know that working hard is better than being lazy in our lives. In all aspects of our lives, in our job, it's better to work hard than to be lazy. When it comes to our families, it's better to work hard than to be lazy. And you can go on to in school, workouts, or even in our financial budgets. It's pretty clear 
that working hard far outweighs being lazy. And so when it comes to our spiritual lives, why does Paul have to say this to us? Why does he have to challenge us in this way? It's actually pretty simple. He's challenging us because laziness produces nothing, but working hard produces something. Now, I don't know about you, but I know in these last few months, I've had the opportunity to get some jobs done around the house. Now, I'm not like you. You like working on your house, right? Yeah, kind of. Absolutely. I don't. I absolutely can't stand housework. Um, So I have this natural pull to just kind of push those projects to the side and do nothing. Mm -hmm. Or in other words, to be lazy rather than working hard. But I know for a fact that if I'm lazy today, that job's still going to be there tomorrow. Nothing's going to get done. And so I have to battle that uh, in my own heart and and say, hey, I'm going to at least try to work hard to get something done on my list. You see, Paul applies this to our spiritual lives as well, this battle between laziness and working hard because he knows that it's in all of us. In Matthew 13, Jesus says that those who hear and understand the gospel, those who have been transformed and those who are being transformed by Jesus, we should then be producing something in our lives. And and he goes on to say, we should be bearing fruit of the gospel. Now, fruit of the gospel is simply love and joy and peace, patience, the fruit of the gospel are simply us living out the characteristics of Jesus. But if we're being lazy, we're not going to produce any of those fruit. We're not going to produce what Jesus wants us to. And so being spiritually lazy produces nothing, but yet working hard is going to produce something. And so the question we're left with is, is what should we be working hard at? Yeah, I love how Paul fleshes this out in this one small verse. Of course, he begins by saying, never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Paul gives purpose to our work. What is it that we're to work hard at? It's serving God. Instead of being lazy, uh, being passive, uh, he says, work hard with a purpose. Just, just verses earlier in Romans chapter 12, Paul's talking about the different spiritual gifts that he's given us. And those gifts are meant to be used to serve God and to serve people. It's the whole context of this passage. And anything that we do can become an act of service to God. That's why elsewhere in the book of Colossians chapter 3, uh, the apostle Paul says these words in verse 23, he says, Work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. He says, work at whatever you do as working for the Lord. That means whether it's work at the office, at the factory, in home, in your school, on the field, anything that we do can become an act of service to God if we're doing it for him and we're trying to live through him. So our key text says to serve the Lord, but he doesn't just stop there. He says, serve the Lord enthusiastically. Now that word enthusiastically in some other versions is translated uh, with fervor or with zeal. The actual word means boiling over. And I love that picture. 
When you think about uh, boiling a pot of water, say, there's a few elements that are necessary. You've got to have a, a heat source, right? And so you turn the burner on and you put the pot of water on there and slowly but surely, uh, the water starts to heat. Molecules start to move because of the heat. And eventually that movement is visible and it's boiling. And this is what Paul is saying, to serve the Lord with a zeal, a passion, an energy, a fire. And that's why our bottom line truth is that God is calling us to move from passively living to passionately serving. Yeah, and it makes me think of people in the, the book of Acts. It makes me think of Stephen who mm. was boiling over and to the point where people would look at him and he looked like an angel. And so in Acts chapter six and seven, you see his motivation just boiling over all the way until his death. Or it makes me think of Lydia in Acts chapter 17, where she was the first convert in Philippi and, and she became so integral in the development of the church in Philippians. Or I think of Apollos in Acts chapter 18, where it says he was fervent in spirit or he was boiling over and he used his gifts of teaching and preaching in the church of Ephesus. It makes me think of those people, but it also makes me think of, of the millions of people that have followed in their footsteps who have been boiling over, and maybe you're even boiling over as well watching today. And so we all get to use our gifts in our different contexts. We all get to serve the Lord because that's our one goal is to serve the Lord. But with this idea of boiling over, that enthusiasm that we need. But sometimes... I don't know about you. Sometimes I struggle feeling that, that feeling of, of boiling over, or sometimes I don't have that motivation. And so what are some things that we can do to have that motivation or that we can boil over? Yeah, even uh, we as pastors, I mean, when our, our whole job is supposed to be serving God and serving people, it doesn't mean that every single day, every moment, we just wake up with this burning passion to go serve. Sometimes it's hard. Uh, so what do we do? What do we do if we've, if we've lost the passion for serving God? Or maybe we feel like we've never even discovered it in the first place. And there's a few steps I think that are really critical. First and foremost, I think we need to always go back to the gospel. That's where we rediscover our passion. Uh, in fact, in Romans chapter 12, the, the context of this whole chapter begins with Paul saying these words in verse one. He says, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Man, when we think about the gospel, that's the good news. That's that, that God loved us and sent his son, Jesus, to die in our place on the cross, to give his life away, to provide for us forgiveness and freedom, to... to to help us know him in a personal way and to have the hope of heaven. Man, when we think about the gospel, how can we not be filled up with passion again? I've been reading in the book of Revelation uh, during my chair time on a daily basis. And I came to Revelation chapter three, where Jesus is talking to the church at Sardis and they've, they've, they've kind of lost their way. They've lost their, their love for God. And what is Jesus' remedy? He says, go back to what you heard and believed at first and hold to it 
firmly. He says, go back. <laughs> go back to what you believed at first. What was that? The simple gospel of all that God has done for us through Christ. And when we go back to the gospel, we can't help but be filled with a renewed passion. When you think about it, Jesus has served us in every way possible. How can we not then serve others with that same passion? Absolutely. Not only do we go back to the gospel, which is so important to do on a daily basis, but we can also ask the spirit. Now, this idea of asking the spirit, we can ask the spirit to revive us or to give us that motivation we need or that passion we need to serve the Lord. In other translations, instead of saying working hard, it says to be fervent in spirit. We talked about that a little bit already, but that idea, or that word fervent means to be passionately intense or intensity. And so how do you have passionate intensity? Well, it's to be in the spirit. And so sometimes we don't have that idea or that feeling of having the spirit. And so what do we need to do? We need to ask the spirit. Now for me, that is so freeing because because I've always felt like those days I don't want to serve the Lord, I've had to muster up that motivation on my own. Kind of like when you want, need to work out and you know it's good for you, you just don't have that motivation. Yeah, you can't, can't muster it, it up. Exactly. <laughs> and so for me, this idea that I can ask the Spirit and, and, and I know that he, he will work in my heart, I can ask him to give me that motivation and that passion again. Yeah, if we want to have a spirit of passion for serving, we've got to ask the spirit Absolutely. even to give us that passion sometimes. So we, we go back to the gospel, we ask the spirit, and you know what? Bottom line, sometimes we just have to get serving. Just serve. Sometimes we have the passion that motivates us to serve, and sometimes we just have to step out in obedience, doing what God wants us to do. Get engaged serving, and the passion will eventually follow. The passion comes sometimes even after the serving, when we realize what difference it's making, when we realize and remember what it's really all about. And so even in this kind of crazy time where we've been cooped up in homes uh, for a long time, and it feels like, well, what could I possibly do? Even through uh, our church family, there's some incredible ways to engage and take a step towards serving. If you go to our chapel website, uh, thechapel.tv backslash local-help, uh, just go there and you'll find a myriad of ways to take a step of serving. You can find a list of needs uh, uh, for some homeless people that we specifically know of right now. You could serve by purchasing some of those items and really making a difference in somebody's life. Or you can find a location there of a place where you could actually go and serve meals, a distribution point, and, and get engaged that way. Or Abigail Pregnancy Services right now has a, a huge need for baby formula. Man, what a difference you could make by serving, by giving towards that. Or I think about when we get to resume meeting uh, our weekend services at all three of our locations. Uh, we won't just need our regular volunteer roles to be filled. There'll be brand new ways that we'll need people to step up and serve. You could be part of a, a cleaning sanitation crew that in between services helps keep our building and our people uh, safe. So all this is a step of serving. Sometimes we just have to serve. Go back to the gospel. 
That's where we'll find our passion again. Ask the Spirit to help give us that passion and then just serve. Yeah, and, and during this time, I know I felt it and you probably felt it, but this, this pull or this temptation to become lazy in our faith. But I think we have to remember our mission statement here at the chapel is, is we are here to help people move one step closer to God and others through Christ. That idea, we want to help people boil over in their faith. And so we as a church have to listen to these words in Romans 12, 11. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Because in these words, God is calling us to move from passively living to passionately serving, because that is a mark of genuine faith. So as we close our time together, uh, our worship team is going to come and lead us in a song. And let's use this moment of worship to realign ourselves with the God who loves us. Let's, let's at, use this time to ask the Spirit to set our hearts ablaze again for Him so that we can refuse and move away from a passive life and step into serving passionately the God that we're here for.